0: This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 357. Three things you can learn about connection from a stand-up comedian. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston
1: and New York City, USA. Stand up comedians are successful when they do these three things find out what they are and how they can make you a more engaging English speaker.
0: hey michelle happy thursday what's hey going Lindsay? on with you <laughs> everything's
1: good here how are you
0: good have you seen any good stand-up comedy lately
1: um i watch a lot of seinfeld but seinfeld. <laughs> oh seinfeld
0: how about portlandia do you watch portlandia
1: i don't actually should i
0: no, I don't know. Some people are, I think it's pretty funny. It's not stand-up comedy, but it's a show about the city of Portland, and Portland is such a funny place. We know Jessica from our other podcast lives in Portland, and it's such an interesting city, really. Mm. Um, so some of our listeners might want to check out Portlandia.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, there's so many great comedy clubs in New York, um, but unfortunately, I haven't really had a chance to get out there. But I don't know if you know this about me, Lindsay, but I am a former, well, maybe future still stand-up comic. Wow,
0: Michelle, you keep revealing layers of yourself. It's so exciting. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm like an onion, but <laughs> we're
0: unpeeling the onion gradually. But yeah. well, you are a former stand up comic. That's yeah. so cool. So where did you perform? Did you perform in New York?
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, what it was I mean, I'm a performer at heart and I kind of, I've done a lot of improv and I studied theater in college. So I'm very much, um, interested in that and when i first moved to new york i started making a stand-up comedy routine and i i had a lot of fun with it unfortunately you know life gets in the way and I would like to continue it. And so I don't want to say former because maybe I'll get back into it. But yes, I have done it a few times, some open mics, things like that. And it was cool. really fun. Wow. How did you get up the courage to
0: go on the stage? I mean, that's I don't think I could do that. That's really cool. I mean, How yeah. did you push yourself and call them and say, hey, I want to be on stage that night and I'm going to stand up there. I'm going to put myself on
1: the line. No, oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, well, I really did the open mic, so that part wasn't, you know, the difficult part. But yeah, it was a little scary. Um, I don't normally get... Stage fright, which is I don't know why because I'm a, I'm in general a fairly I can be a shy person at times, but when it comes to performing, I'm not. But I would say the stand up comedy is one of the more scary things that you uh, that I've done. Um, mm. just because people, especially in New York, they're they're not gonna laugh at anything. They're not gonna do something just to make you feel good, right? Right. No, especially New Yorkers. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, if they don't like you, you are out of there. Like they'll boo you off the stage. Yeah,
1: yeah. So New, New Yorkers it was a are risk. so hard. (laughs) It was a little scary, but um, I definitely, I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, So... So, yeah, I mean, and I was proud that I did, and I, I would like to do it again. Um, so that's cool.
0: I mean, yeah. so Michelle, it seems like you know because you have this experience, this past in uh, stand-up comedy, then I think that there are some things that make a stand-up comedian successful mm. that our listeners could learn and could implement into their English learning lives to right. bring themselves to that next level. And right. you know, I think we have some really cool ideas here. I mean, yeah. what would be one of the things that you did as a successful stand-up comedian? <laughs> (laughs) that our listeners could try to do in English to just be better and to improve faster.
1: Thank you for calling me successful, Lindsay. I appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) I I did just fine. I did get a few laughs. I should. I I did. Let's just say it was never a negative experience. And I was always happy to get out there. And one of the things that I learned that I think our listeners can think about as well is to be flexible and to be spontaneous, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, I always had an idea of what I wanted to talk about for stand-up comedy and I would have a rough script, but I never memorized.
0: Mmm, I like that. You know, what, what happens when you memorize something?
1: I mean. It just sounds, it doesn't sound real. I mean, it sounds like a rehearsed play.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it takes language from being alive and dynamic to being static and dead. And I think it's really important, Michelle, that we talk about this today and that we highlight this point because I'm afraid that a lot of our listeners are still stuck in that mentality. They think they need to memorize when it comes Mm. to learning languages. Now, we know this happens on the IELTS exam. People actually try to memorize essays. It's totally crazy because you don't know what topic you're going to get. Mm -hmm. But guys, it's okay to learn chunks of language, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about that all the time. We teach you this every week, the chunks that you can sort of memorize, but then you have to make them dynamic and put them, make them alive. And when you memorize
1: something, I think it just goes dead. I totally agree with you. And I tell my students that (laughs) all the time, right? Because then you're not even listening to real uh, spoken English. You're listening to like something that was written almost, right?
0: Clearly. And you have no sense of... Ability to respond to what right. happened before and what's right. going to happen after. I mean, Michelle, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago when you told us about your celebrity interviews, mm-hmm. another cool thing that you've done. <laughs> um, you said that, you know, a key to the successful communication for celebrities is that they were flexible and that you were flexible while interviewing right. them, too.
1: Right. So the thing is, like like you said, you know, we can relate it to these chunks. Uh, with stand-up comedy and with interviews, I could have chunks like, a question a list of questions or um a list of punchlines, right like the basic jokes that i wanted to get across the main ideas or maybe the order right right Um, of things that i want to talk about so i can have i I have something it's not like i don't have anything to prepare me Mm -hmm. okay because that would be total improvisation
0: that's right you have to have something
1: right but but So it's good. It's not, it's not a bad thing to have something. It can be good, but you have to be flexible with it, right? So if you notice something's not working. Um, so like for stand-up comedy, if I was just reciting a script of something that I wrote, and um, something happens to distract me, either somebody doesn't laugh or somebody laughs too hard, or maybe somebody heckles me. Which, thank goodness, that didn't happen.
0: What's what's the word you just use? Heckle? Heckle. Yeah, oh. that's used in
1: in uh, in stand-up comedy, oh. I think mostly. Yeah, somebody Ta- who kind of picks on the comet, maybe kind they of taunts boo.
0: you. Okay, yeah. okay. Actually, yeah. I
1: guess that can be. Do we use that to talk about sports? Well, I don't know. I don't really know that word. <laughs> Heck- really? Oh, heckle. Heckle, no. yeah. Uh, it can be used in a, a variety one. of different ways, but I, uh, when I hear heckle, I usually think of like a stand-up comedy act, but okay, um, like very when somebody cool. picks on the yeah yeah but so it could you have be used the, in other ways maybe
0: so you have the chunks that you use right Michelle right. you have maybe an idea of the jokes right. you might want to try telling right. but it's very um, very flexible and very spontaneous
1: right because you don't know what's going to happen and if you get thrown off and something distracts you or something like that or maybe you want to keep going with a joke you want to be able to change your routine to fit totally. that that's why you know it's, it's a live performance you have to be able to change it
0: are you taking the IELTS exam this summer? Are you wondering how to get started? We now have a course that will show you how to get your seven or higher with the right strategies, a daily study plan, and guidance from the best professionals in the IELTS field. Go right now to IELTS.oliersenglish.com and try it for a dollar for three days. See you there. Yeah. And what's the next thing mm-hmm. that you feel like you did really well or that good stand up comedians like Jerry Seinfeld do really well mm-hmm. um, that our listeners could do when they're mm-hmm. learning English or when they're mm-hmm. speaking English and trying to connect?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I think you have to make sure you have the right attitude, right? So you want to have like a playful attitude um, and you want to Think of it almost as like an experiment, right? Mm. You want to have this experiment mentality, right? Yeah. So, as a stand up com- a- comedian, probably, unless you're amazing, probably not every joke is going to get a huge laugh, right?
0: Sure. Yeah. Right. And, 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 <laughs> You know, if, if that really paralyzes you, if you don't get a huge laugh and it, you allow that to paralyze you, mm-hmm. you're going to go into that downward spiral that I know a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. sh- struggle with when they're on conference calls or when they're in meetings. And that's what we want to try stay, to stay away from.
1: Right. Right. So you want to like, when we say like throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. Right. So yeah. you keep on trying. If one joke bombs, right. We use bombs to talk about, um, if a joke doesn't work, if nobody laughs, right. It bombs. That's right. Yeah. If one joke bombs, just uh, keep going. And then if another joke is getting a lot of laughs. Maybe you want to keep on going with that one. You need to be able to change things up. You need to be able to roll with the punches.
0: Ooh, good expression to roll with the punches. Guys, you could use this expression easily in your conversations to roll with the punches, to be flexible and be okay, be able to pivot a little bit, right, it, right. depending on what happens. Right. And I think this goes back to what we talked about on Tuesday, and uh, Monday's episode, about, you know, not taking things personally because mm. if you, right. you know, if people don't laugh at your joke, when you try something, you can't take it personally, because then you are stuck in that mentality that you have failed. And then you're Mm -hmm. going to it's going to get worse and worse, right. So to approach being on stage as as an experiment and to Mm -hmm. approach learning English, having that one conversation as an experiment. And I think that's why Michelle, we have to have a lot of conversations or we have to perform in stand up comedy many nights a week to be able to hit the sweet spot.
1: Right, right. So that you can know okay what works, what doesn't work. And the more the more that you experiment. I mean, yeah, think of a scientist. Like the more people they have to experiment on, or the more um, you know, different subjects they have, uh they're going to get more accurate results.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not awesome. that I'm a scientist. <laughs>
0: so so be light on your feet. I love right. that expression, to be light on your feet. And what would be something else? What would be the last thing Michelle that our listeners could do when they learn English to learn like like a stand-up comedian the way that a stand-up comedian performs?
1: Okay. Well, um I think some of the most funny stand up, uh, some of the funniest stand up comedians are self deprecating. They use yeah. self deprecating humor.
0: Okay. What does that mean?
1: It means like you make fun of yourself. You poke fun at yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you don't take yourself too seriously. And mm-hmm. if something happens, you're okay. Um, yeah kind of teasing yourself
0: yeah i think of huge. conan o'brien you know do you like conan i like conan i saw conan in new york once that was pretty me cool too. me too
1: I, <laughs> we I, talked I, about l- that before i think <laughs> but did we oh wow yeah. yeah well i i love conan o'brien and um i think he's really good at self-deprecating humor because not if a joke of his doesn't work he just makes fun of himself instead of like either blaming it on somebody else or getting upset. Life isn't that serious, right? Especially with stand-up comedy. And and I want to, you know, it made me think about our listeners and learning a language. You have to be okay, like, Poking fun at yourself. And I mean, sometimes you might even want to make a joke. If, if, I mean, listen, nobody's perfect and it's hard. And if maybe you use the wrong word or something like that, just Mm -hmm. make a joke out of it. It's fine. And people will appreciate it and feel more connected to you.
0: Well, people will also relax more too. Right. People notice when you are taking things seriously or you're feeling tense and then they get tense as a result. And it ends up being a tough interaction. So, guys, when you're going, again, I think our our, our slogan really hits the nail on the head here. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we're just full of idioms today, aren't we, <laughs> Michelle? <laughs> um, so, connection, not perfection. And that really ties in well with, you know, how do you connect with someone? You connect by not taking yourself too seriously.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, so even for me, when I'm teaching, I, I have to be, I, I might be a little self-deprecating. I mean, mm-hmm. if I, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not perfect. I don't always know every single answer, right? It's a hard language. But if I don't know something, I might make a, Joke, or sometimes like I'll say, Oh, we're learning English today instead of English, you know, <laughs> like just a small slip of the tongue, right? Right. right. Um And so I'll usually make a joke about it instead of having other people, you know, with teaching or stand up comedy or learning a language instead of thinking, oh, no, what are they? What are they thinking about me? You bring attention to it. Sometimes if you actually bring more attention to it and you make it funny, then Mm -hmm. it it gets a better reaction. I
0: agree. And who and who really wants to be perfect anyways? Perfect is boring. Perfect is not human. I think, you know, it's boring.
1: People, people do appreciate that. That's one of the reasons I think, um, like, I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live, but Jimmy Fallon always was known for being the one who was laughing, all the time laughing. Right. And I think people, some people probably found it annoying, but I loved it. And I think a lot of people had a good reaction because it showed he's human.
0: I know, I know, it's true. And quirks, you know, if we have our quirks, we have our weaknesses, we have the things that we just are not so great at, then that's what makes people love us. That's why we connect with people. People connect with humans, not with machines. Right. So so guys, we want you to get out out of this mentality of perfection and try to steal a page from the book of the comedian, right? <laughs> um, and that's what we're doing today. You know, Michelle, you've, you've got some experience in stand-up comedy, and this is really cool. So just to summarize the three mm. things that comedians do well, that our mm. learners, our listeners could do well, what was the first mm. one?
1: The first one is, you know, the ability to be flexible and spontaneous, mm. right? Do- don't just read a script. It's not a play.
0: Totally. I love that. And the second one was to be playful and light on your feet, Mm -hmm. which, of course, the two are very similar, right? But just slightly different angles of a similar idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Right. To experiment, see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Experiment.
0: Experiment. Mm -hmm. Always Mm -hmm. think of, you know, this is something I'm working on in my life, too, to try to think of everything as a big experiment. Mm. You know, you run little experiments in your life. How? What if I try it this way? What if I try this? What if I try this? And then once I see what works, I double down. Gosh, the idioms. Every today. <laughs> I double down on that and I do that again. And I see if it works again. If it works again, I invest twice the money or twice the energy or twice the a- a- enthusiasm into that thing, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, also, it's experiment. It's also a little bit of a gamble.
0: That's right. right? So and that's exper- okay.
1: Yeah. And that's okay. You don't know. Maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. But you, you want to have the confidence, um, you know, to try.
0: And what was the third thing? The
1: third thing um, was the ability to be uh, self-deprecating, right? Use self-deprecating humor. Poke fun at yourself or don't take yourself too seriously. It's not, it's not that serious, right?
0: (laughs) Nothing nothing's really that serious. Exactly. In the end. Oh, this has been inspiring. I feel like I can go off and enjoy my afternoon with these ideas and try to apply them in my life and we hope that our listeners are going to go off and make a connection today with someone in English yes. and try to apply these ideas, guys. As soon as you listen to this episode, you're going to feel motivated. So capitalize on that motivation. Go out there and start that spontaneous conversation and keep these three things in mind so you can learn the way a comedian performs. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. All right. Let us know how it goes.
0: All right. Thanks, Michelle, for bringing in your secrets to success in stand-up comedy in New York City. What a oh, big, yeah. big thing!
1: <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lindsay. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you are taking your IELTS exam this summer, get our free IELTS cheat sheet, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. Go right now to allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to the All Ears English podcast on your smartphone. See you soon.